How are you? Uh, hot and annoyed and really want the burning skyball to go away. Oh, okay. Isn't it nighttime? <laughs> I don't care. It's still hot and unpleasant. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's summer for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm British. Well, I'm British. We're not used to having a summer. Welcome back to Right Rings. This is episode seven, and my name is Greg. And I'm Martin. And uh, yeah, we are, you know, episode seven, if my count is correct. So uh, it's welcome back and uh, the whole intro. Uh, did you actually was... check that? Because because last time we, we had a bit of a, a mental uh, brain fart and we didn't know uh, what, what our actual... Um, no, but, you know... I, I will check it now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I think it's seven. Yeah, it, it, I think it's seven. We are jubileeing soon, so um, let me just see. Yeah, it's 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 seven, seven. Wow, yeah, magnificent seven. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, if you if you are new to the podcast, then welcome. Um, we are two writers who talk about writing stuff. Um, and creative things so we we sincerely hope that uh, everything that we say here that's useful um, which mostly comes from Martin um, <laughs> applies to you whether you actually write stuff or create videos or make music or art or what have you Speaking of writings, we have breaking news because Martin has been <laughs> doing the thing this week so tell us all about it. There's not really a whole lot to tell if I'm if I'm brutally honest. <laughs> um, managed to get a, a very small amount of work done on my uh, fantasy novel. Well done. Uh, yeah, it, it, any progress is progress. That's the way I'm looking at it. Indeed. Um, and um, you know, our, our live studio audience would applaud right now if we had a live <laughs> studio audience, but we don't because you know, um, let's just plug Anchor again because they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, allowing us to to record this podcast like we were sitting across the table from each other, which we are definitely are not. I know, I, and I, it's got to be said that it's been done with the uh, it's been achieved actually with the the minimum of uh, technical difficulties. Um, the few we've had, I think, are mostly down to just like connection issues and things like that, which were more um, on our end rather than anchor. Yeah, definitely, and uh, and so yeah, we we love anchor and uh, and they deserve all the praise. Yes, and so, we're yeah. definitely not actually being paid to say that. I mean, I mean, believe me, we'd be really happy if we were, but we're yeah. not. Anchor, if you want to pay us, you know, just feel free. Um, yeah, that'd write, be nice. So, you know, send us an email. Um, and the listeners, send us an email and tell us what you think. Because we would love to, we would love to know what you would like. But back to yeah. Martin. You've been you've been writing. I have, yes. Shock horror. It's it's taken it's only taken seven weeks. Well, 
seven weeks that I've that I've been uh, talking to you and talking to the uh, our greater audience out there, um, but quite a few more before that. Um, this is kind of a, a big thing for me because where a lot of other authors are able to, if they hit a particular part of their story where they they, they don't know how to phrase what they want or they don't quite know what to what to put in there they'll just put in some filler text and then carry on i can't do that i don't know why my brain will not let me but i can't just put in some filler text i can't just move on and write in the write the next bit um because i i have to do things in in the order that i can picture them in my brain so there's just been one particular section i've got no i had no idea what what i was doing with it I had no idea how to actually put in what I wanted to put in. Um, ended up sitting down you know, uh, with my computer. Uh, my partner was in the same room. And I just spoke to her. And I said, Look, yeah, this is the issue I've got. I've, I do, I've got no idea how to continue. And she just gave me some advice and said, you know, I think you're overthinking things. And I do that a lot. So... Yeah, eventually I just kind of thought, I, I kind of am, actually. I don't need to put in something really dramatic happening. Otherwise, it's too much drama in one section. And finally got some work done. So, <laughs> momentous occasion. Good on you. That's kind of a good general advice is, uh, you know, it's... It, it's it's kind of a, a kind of funny thing, uh, you know. It's 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 a bit of a bit of an annoyance sometimes, you know, when you know when when they when, when you're depressed and people tell you that you know just cheer up. Oh, why didn't I think of that before? Um, and uh, you know when you when you try to solve a problem and uh, and uh, it's uh, it it always helps to 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 try your best to to simplify things and uh, just take it uh, as cliche as that sounds um, one step at a time you know just uh, yeah yeah definitely it's uh, it's always the the um, generally I, d I don't think that uh, the path of least resistance is is a, is a good idea as a general rule but uh, but since you know in, in writing and in, in pretty much any type of creation you you don't you are not bound by your first first draft ever oh, so, absolutely you know you can you can just uh, have it you know have it simple have it bad I read I read somewhere that the first drafts are supposed to be bad but they are also supposed to be written yes that is very true. But uh, yeah, it was. It, it just felt really good to actually finally make any kind of progress on the story. When, yeah, it's it's the only story where I've actually I've had all the major plot points lined up in my brain for a very long time now. So it's really annoying having all these ideas, knowing how they're supposed to line up, and not being able to write them because of all the tiny little minutia that kind of locks up my brain sometimes exactly i have i have that 
So I I have a similar problem when when I when I have uh, something in my head and I want to put uh, want to put it on paper, and obviously it, it it's not that simple ever, uh-huh. um, and uh, and I and I get hung up not on the structure, not on the on the flow, not on the rhythm. I I, I get hung up on one word, and I and I can't find the word I'm looking for, and I spend a day and a half looking for the right word um, and I cannot I cannot progress without it I mean I can yeah. practically speaking but uh, but no I can't yeah I've had I've had similar experiences just being blocked by a single word or a single sentence or something so unbelievably tiny and it just becomes so frustrating because you can't get it right yeah, and it's so funny it, that you. Sorry, sorry I, it's our rampant perfectionism. That's what it is. I don't think perfectionism is bad. I think it's bad when it's uh, um, when it's an enemy of uh, progress. Of getting getting things done and not necessarily progress. I mean, I. Uh, I don't think it's it's black and white. I don't think it's um, you have to go forward no matter what because you know sometimes you don't have to go forward no matter what. Sometimes you have to take the right steps, and you know if that works for someone, more power to you. Um, but yeah, it's um, it it can be an annoyance more than anything. Yeah, definitely. It's so funny that you mentioned that um, it feels so good to to get back into it and to write because you know um, we are obviously writers. We do this because we enjoy it. Otherwise, yeah. you know, what the hell is the point? It's not like uh, it's it's not a a traditional fast track for uh, money and fame and what have you. Um, so obviously it has to feel good and i had a similar experience although not in fiction because i'm i'm woefully behind on my fiction work but um but as a writer i'm you know i'm also um a a working writer and uh, i have a, a technical client now and i really enjoy it but i also procrastinate a lot it's uh kind of part of the process you know just having things brew in my head and, and, and until they are good and ready to come out. Um, but uh, but every time I sit down and, and start writing a blog post, um, it's it, it, it feels so good. And, and I'm reminded how much I actually enjoy the process of writing. It's, uh, it's not about the topic. It's not about the format. It's not about the medium. It's, it's just sitting down and uh, clanking along uh, on the keyboard that's that's such yeah. an awesome feeling that, that's the thing is it's not just making progress with what you're working on sometimes it's just the process itself just the actual act of writing is just it's a, a very almost cleansing experience you f- you feel so bunged up for, for so long when you can't when you can't write and then you just get 
get some words down and it just feels so much better you just feel feel like you can relax again i know that we are supposed to be wrapping up our copyright uh, series and we will talk about that um but at the same time uh, i was thinking uh about topics for our future episodes and one of the topics uh was uh, motivation and inspiration and uh, and kind of uh, how that relates to and how that that actually distorts what being a writer is because ultimately i think you know if you don't enjoy the process if you don't have that kick have that high from just sitting down um and and putting words to to paper uh, it's no amount of inspiration or motivation will help you ever yeah absolutely and it's that's that's kind of the um i think that's the that's the mark of the writer um if i if i can be so poetic um that's uh, that really defines who we are and, and what we do um rather than you know copies sold or novels um finished or published or whatever it's uh, that's 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 another layer you know you are a, you're an author when you're published you are a professional writer when you paid for something with the money that you got from writing and uh, but you are a writer when you when you have to write when you you know you just have to because yeah. that's 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 what makes you happy that's what makes you relaxed absolutely and i think it's a, I, i still think you know beyond that it's a, it's a worth it, worth it thing because uh, um the, there's so much uh, of these inspirational quotes and uh whatnot uh, going around on social media um that that are superbly superbly popular in um in writing circles um and uh, i found that especially of late uh i i much more prefer the the memes that are not about not not you know we we do our share of you know joking about procrastinating and not writing yeah we do uh, but um but at the same time i i enjoy like memes and jokes that uh, that are based in you know with in in puns or 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 just clever use of language and uh subverting expectations uh with language rather than you know yeah i'm a writer i don't write Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always good to find uh, things that are just a bit more interesting than the standard kind of jokes. Yeah. Because obviously the, the standard jokes do get thrown around a lot, so they become a bit tired after a while. And you know, repetition can be, you know, can be used for good effect uh, at at humor. We we are funny as hell. Um, we are here. Oh, yeah, 
frankly, we are hilarious and all our jokes are, you know, amazing. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's also, you know, it's interesting and at the same time it's distorting because, uh, especially for new writers coming in, um, that becomes the norm that, you know, uh, they are just, uh, they are not even trying, um, which is, I think, important. But yeah, yeah, that's that. Uh, that was some that was some writing we did yes. in, the, in the last fifteen minutes or so. Absolutely. Good job. Good job. Yeah, congratulations, everybody. We, we yeah. another, another applause track, just there. Yeah, yeah, yes. I have to. I have to find a. Uh, I have to find a laugh track. Uh, for uh, for our jokes, and I have to find an applause track for you know just general usage. Um, yeah, so um, like we said, we we are at the end of uh, a four part series now um, about copyright, and um, and I've been diving into into copyright history of copyright and and the current state of copyright I, really I just, hard. I just, I just want to say this is the first I've heard that it's actually an official series here. I well, it was a bunch of episodes that were loosely connected. Well, that that that's a series, you know. Maybe to you. What? what you, we we talked about this we, we would do a couple of episodes about copyright and you know i figured that that constitutes a series you know yeah well anyway just get on with it yesterday um as of uh, the time of this recording yesterday the european parliament um rejected um and i don't have the uh i don't have the numbers in front of me but i think 318 to 200 and something so with, with quite a margin the the latest uh, uh, draft for the eu copyright directive or whatever it's called which uh, which is which is a, a a timely coincidence for us we didn't plan this around it but it just happened to be um yesterday um and uh, and we figured we would talk about copyright um, as it uh, as it applies to us writers because obviously this is a huge thing and it covers every everything the the copyright protects artistic expression which is a, an inter interesting and important distinction um, but any creator any creative person. Um, is protected by copyright and uh, and like we said earlier I think I said that it's a it's a huge clusterfuck of nonsense uh, these days um, and the EU is uh, have been trying to overhaul uh, the the copyright uh, laws um, and set up uh, a fairly modern um, understanding of what copyright is and what it covers and how it does it um, but obviously industry lobbyists um, try to shift power to um, to corporations and publishers um, who 
who hold most of these uh, copyrights uh, through um, deals with with authors in exchange for you know short-term economic gains, known as down payments in writing circles, um, and uh, and the internet kind of stood up. Um, Wikipedia pages went dark, um, and uh, and and a lot of prominent people weighed in and the EU is finally uh, rejected it so it goes back to com- committee and they are redrafting it but it's a, it's a good opportunity for us after I talked about this for five minutes without interruption to uh, yeah to examine what what is copyright and uh, because there, there's a lot of lot of misconceptions and a lot of misunderstandings copyright is good let's just uh, you know state that um, copyleft is better um, I think personally um, but copyright is important because uh, we do we do we do a lot of work um, and uh, the economic value of that work is rarely reflected um, proportionally um, and uh, copyright helps that. Copyright helps uh, try to uh, it, it tries to balance the the work put in with the value we get. So, um, do you know the history of the copyright, Martin? Please say something. Like, let's not do. Let's not make this a, a Greg episode. Well, as I as I said to you, uh, possibly yesterday or possibly a couple of days ago via Twitter, uh, through which we do all of our communications these days, I know next to nothing about this entire topic. So I, I genuinely don't feel like I have much to weigh in with here. You say I'm the smart one, but I really don't understand where you get that from. I'm, I'm not. Um, yeah, yeah, you are. Um, uh... So the whole thing is fascinating, and I spent most uh, most yesterday and today um, trying to cut down the interesting parts because I have pages upon pages of notes um, and uh, and quotes and and uh, resources and whatnot. Um, now, are we it's, going for a dictionary definition of interesting or your definition of interesting? It's fascinating. It's fascinating because it's it's huge. It's and um, it starts with... Um, it starts with uh, uh, censorship and it starts with control. And that's that's I think it's a it's a fascinating thing because copyright um, um, as it's understood now, it's a negative right. Um, as in, it uh, it doesn't give rights to uh, people, but rather forbids uh, most people from doing certain things. Like, it, yeah, it does seem that that is the the general understanding of of copyright. That is that stop people doing things. Yeah, and itself is it's 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 taken to be negative in the fact that it stops people doing things but what it stops people, do, people doing is positive if you get my drift mm-hmm. let me know if i make no sense whatsoever um so what 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 was interesting to me is that copyright started as a 
as a way for the church um, and the way for um, the ruling class um, or uh, kings and queens and what have you um, to control knowledge and to control um, thought and uh, especially um, it, it became relevant uh, when when book printing became a thing and uh, and it and it was used to control uh, and and monopolize um, how people got uh, their worldview and and increasingly we are it feels um over the uh, and then around the time of the french revolution um all all the parts of the world um started to shift this um into protection um and economic uh, uh value of authors um or or whoever hold held the copyright which uh you know as time went on um, the practice became that authors rarely own their copyright. Um, it, it became a property of uh, publishers and, and whatnot through deals. But it is really interesting that uh, from where we started with copyright, we are arriving or arrived at the same place except you know it's not the church and not the ruling class but it's cor corporations and and uh and uh, larger and different uh, larger organizations with different objectives than the than the original authors and that's that's an interesting cycle <clears throat> and that's why i um i, I when i was uh, researching copyright um and i'm by default a huge proponent of uh, of coffee left like uh, creative commons because that's a positive right that's that's the author um of something saying that you are allowed to copy or remix or share or what have you um uh, as long as you know as long as you credit or it's non-commercial or whatever so just uh, just to clarify something for those of us who um, may have never actually heard the term before, uh, that including myself and any of our wider listeners who haven't come across it, when you say copyleft, are you actually talking about an actual thing, and it's not just a joke about copyright? It it it, it is kind of a joke, but it it, it you know it, it started as a joke as an as an opposite of of copyright, but uh, but it came to be understood as as the as the next step in in copyright law as in uh, as in it's it's a license that because uh, it's important to know that copyright is automatic uh, and it's uh, it always originates with the author so there um, it, you know when you when you write something down anything at any time uh, that's copyrighted huh. um, there there's no you know there's no registration that you basically what if it comes to that that you have to prove it, it obviously it helps if you you know if you have something in place but as long as um, as long as that's not an issue it's it's copyrighted from the inception um, 
so copyright is yours and then through practices uh, beyond uh, any practicality whatsoever these days um, uh, copyright is is being transferred to publishers and uh, and other entities other than the author itself um, to to allow for for distribution of, of the work um, and uh, and copyleft is is uh, is for me uh, it's it's really interesting because uh, it it doesn't transfer the the right from the author but gives a limited license to other people to use the work and i think that's uh that's a much more practical and much more applicable thing to do in 2018 when most things are digital and most things are yeah actually so, um I, I i can actually see how um something like copy left would actually tie into what we was what we've been talking about um over the last couple of weeks uh, especially with things like fan fiction and things like that it, it's it, it allows more people to to interact with with creative with creative work that's put out by other authors and um other artists and um uh, musicians people like that it allows the people who um ingest i believe would be the right word uh people who actually ingest that kind of uh, all the the mediums that they listen to and they read and things it allows them to actually interact with it in in a, a much more in a much more free way i believe exactly without without um uh in addition uh without damaging the author's economic uh, interests and that's kind of the that's kind of the the kicker is that uh, the economic interest is uh in the in the old system or in the original copyright uh, uh, uh paradigm um it always lies with the copyright it's tied to whoever holds the rights makes the economic uh value from it um whereas in in copyleft um uh, in with a, with a creative commons license um i can sell uh whatever my my short story or or whatever and make money off of it um and other if i allow others uh to to use it commercially they can i don't know make a sequel make a prequel um make a radio play or whatever whatever um all without worrying that it would uh, hurt me because you know there is a there is an attribution clause that there is you know i can say that hey it it has to be non commercial and it's done with there's no you know there's no uh conflict between between the different interpretations um so uh so that's kind of the that's kind of what i think um after um this and I'm by far not an expert and I probably should have said this um at the beginning um but I will put it in the show notes that you know we are not lawyers this episode does not <laughs> constitute legal advice please you know um 
find find a lawyer if you know if you uh, are curious about uh, copyright. Uh, but if you want to pay us for legal advice, then that could possibly be arranged. I can't guarantee that the advice will be any good, but by all means, feel free to pay us for it. Yeah, definitely. You know, pay us for legal advice. Um, uh, we, you know, we will have we will give you uh, stuff that's both legal and advice. Um, <laughs> not necessarily, you know, in connection with each other, but still. Um, actually, there are there are. Um, uh, copyright is such a huge deal um, and it's such a crumbling system that there are many many copyright lawyers who are so fed up with the with the way uh, lawmakers just can cannot catch up to to what uh, people want um, that they are offering free advice um, there there's uh, plenty of them on Twitter and in blogs and in blogs and uh, basically whatever field you're interested in, because you know every every artistic field or or, or discipline has its own specific uh, uh, niche of, of copyright, um, but uh, and and you know different different kind of precedents and different kind of uh, rulings over the over the years and decades uh, but there are plenty of, of legal advice for free out there so i, I highly recommend um, looking for it um yeah absolutely. the joys of the internet the information is there if you need to find it yes and uh, and and the other thing is um so when I was going through the whole thing, uh, this this kind of historical cycle that we are where we began um, jumped at me. And the other is that it's a, it's kind of a vicious cycle. So we will never uh, we will we will never solve this by adjusting the existing mm, perspective of of copyright um, as what we could do is kind of say that this is the line in the sand and from from here on in um, let's use something different something new and that that could be um, something built on on the whole copyleft movement um, and and another thing that uh, copyleft does right is that it's worldwide um, copyright is always territorial um, believe it or not, there is no such thing as a, as a global copyright. It, it it is always um, there are plenty of you know international treaties and uh, but those you know those have to be signed, those have to be honored, and uh, uh, whatever uh, politician decides to you know withdraw from it, you know if they have the political strength, they can. Um, uh, without getting too political, I mean, Trump withdrew from the uh, Paris uh, Agreement, and you know, climate change didn't go away. Um, so, so those are so uh, most of most of the structure, the legal structure around copyright um, is based is is very unstable. Um, there are international treaties, and even they. Uh, lay down guidelines they are not you know they are not rules that have to be followed most 
local legislation follows them, uh, obviously, but copyright is always territorial. And I think that territorial frameworks have no place in 2018. I mean, okay. name one thing that, uh, you know, that you create as a, as a creative person that isn't that 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 your intent isn't to make it available to anyone who would want to buy it why would you you know limit it to a, a small amount of the market when you you know when you have access to the whole um it, it just it doesn't really make sense still does it yeah yeah and uh, and you know territorial laws uh, always differ and and you know even legal practices uh, differ from country to country. I mean, in the UK and in the US, you have common law. Um, uh, in places like Hungary, we have we have a different uh, uh, approach to to uh, laws and 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 uh, regulations. So, like I said, it's a, it's 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 a clusterfuck. Um, and uh, and unifying that um, is actually sorely needed and 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 highly beneficial. So I'm fully in support of the EU directive in in that respect because even though it's not global, it's still better than you know have every country have their own separate copyright um, uh, framework. Um, that said. Um, I think Copyleft does it even better simply because it's worldwide. It doesn't care about jurisdictions, it doesn't care about whatever. Um, it just recognizes that, you know, uh, Creative Commons licenses or uh, simply work wherever. They don't have as, any, as, as you said, having some. It just makes a lot more sense in such a uh, such a digital age. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and uh, another interesting thing is that uh, copyright uh, is always defined as uh, something can only be copyrighted if it's in a in a fixed form, which you know it it has been interpreted. In, in, in a modern context obviously but it still it uses some arcane language that makes no sense in a digital world while well, you can uh, create novels without ever having a physical copy um, made uh -huh. and, uh, and especially with the rise of ebooks and things like that yeah, now yeah exactly and and we you know we we haven't even reached the peak of you know like interactive novels um, and uh, and that's another thing that uh, that copyright law isn't prepared to deal with is the diff is the rise of new new media um, because um, there is a, there's an interesting uh, debate or not debate but uh, an interesting phenomenon um, in copyright which is uh, copyright only protects a particular expression of an idea. It doesn't protect the idea. So you can copyright um, a story. You can only copyright a particular uh, rendition of a story. Uh, you can't copyright a character or a name or, um, you know, what have you. You can only um, uh, 
you can only copyright um, the particular expression that you made, um, and uh, and I think that um, that limits uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of application or or understanding of applying copyright to um, to something like an interactive novel, like how do you protect a story when the story changes? Hmm. Interesting point. Um, and um, and that and that's that's another you know um, that's another thing that uh, uh, Creative Commons uh, protects the work itself. It's you know it it doesn't concern itself with uh, uh, you know is it. Uh, is it the story that it's you know no it's you know you you define the work as it is you know it's an interactive novel then it's an interactive novel and it's, it's covered it, it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be you know um it, it doesn't have to be complicated like we we talked about you know simplifying things it's simple and it's clean it has plenty of legal ease obviously in the in, the, in, a, in a creative common license but uh, yeah. Uh, th there is there is a lot of uh, uh, really interesting stuff uh, about uh, copyright. Like uh, uh, there is uh, there are plenty of stuff I was uh, I was surprised to learn in the U.S. copyright uh, uh, law that makes more sense than than what I found around the EU, which was frankly surprising because I thought the U.S. copyright law is worse. But, uh, but uh, the idea of like joint authorship or, um, or the separation of, uh, of usefulness from artistic expression is, is I, I, I think, are really interesting stuff because uh, for it, like in the U.S. you cannot copyright useful articles. Which is uh, which is fun because uh, usefulness uh, has to be the, the idea. Uh, if I understood it, is that usefulness has to be in the public domain. Usefulness has to be free and available to everyone, which I think is a good good notion. Yeah, who um, who, would think, who would ever think that that's a bad thing? If it's useful, make it available to everyone. Um. Yeah. Um. But uh, at the same time, you know, it's it's not it's not necessarily that uh, evident to to everybody. Um, like uh, it's uh, people think that they can copyright like a blog post, an informative or useful article, um, and uh, that's just you know like at, at, at least in the U.S. Um, that's just not true. And that means that, uh, for example, uh, one of the one of the m most objected parts of this new EU directive was that publishers or copyright holders, in any event, um, could uh, forbid people from quoting sections other than that they decide can be quoted from an article because it's under copyright. Um, or, or, or has, has to, um, 
has to pay link tax to link back, which makes absolutely no sense. I mean, why would anyone want to limit the amount of exposure other people give you? <coughs> that just that's that 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 I I couldn't wrap my head around. But still, um, but. Uh, or, you know, if if it's only artistic expression, then the usefulness is in public domain. That means that uh, scientific articles and and all those things have to be public and free and available, which is a which is a good thing. Yeah, it's a much better way of doing things. Yeah, and um, and because um, because of this, uh, I think the technical term um, is the idea versus expression dichotomy um, or, or something like that. Um, this, this idea that copyright can only protect a particular expression, it cannot protect the idea, um, is, is, is one thing that's, uh, that's really interesting because it, it lives on the, on the edge between um, legality and uh, social um, usefulness or social issues or not not issues um, the social context of, of art is that uh, if both of us come up with the same idea the same story the same plot um, what's you know who has the copyright because you know if we are independently came to the same thing and Mathematically, it's you know it's more than uh, uh, possible. Then what happens? And uh, and that kind of circumvents this debate because uh, because the idea may be the same, but that's not not that's not protected anyway. And there is this uh, called the threshold of originality, um, which interestingly mostly um, exists in the Western copyright systems. Um, not so much uh, in other places. Again, territorial lo uh, laws are by nature stupid because we all live in the same place. But you know, it's it, it's used to decide, and it's a judgment call. It, it's it used to decide, you know, if uh, if something is stealing from another person or something is. Uh, is a uh, uh, copyrightable work on its own and you know that's you know the phrase still like an artist it's it's not stealing you know um but for a long time it's it's kind of obsolete now but for a long time people uh, or or uh, judges and 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 legal professionals uh try to demand that uh Anything that's copyrighted must dem demonstrate uh, an amount of creative work or creativity in it. So, you know, copying someone's paper is obviously stealing, but rewriting someone's paper and making it a different paper is actually something that might be allowed. And um, I was wondering... How how would you react if someone took your book and rewrote it? Yeah. 
that you know I, they, I don't know. It's is. I, I think I'd be a bit hurt to be honest. Like, I'm, well, I, I worked for about twelve years on that book. Thank you very much. And you're just coming along thinking, no, let's rewrite this. Um. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of the that's kind of the 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 thing that uh, you are perfectly right to 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 be hurt, and I would too if I had a book, which I don't have. Um, at the I same don't. time, you know, at at the same time, you uh, you kind of have to um, uh, as as a whole if if. If we are talking not about isolated cases, like somebody rewriting your book, but the ability of rewriting anyone's book, uh, and and that's kind of the the whole idea between remixes, is that um, I take something that wasn't mine um, and make it nothing. I'm not talking about better or worse, just different, um, and continuing it or 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 just you know just uh rearranging it even and which is like kind of like hip-hop music um i was i was watching um um a fat man on batman podcast uh episode on youtube and uh mark bernardin was very smartly said that uh, yeah hip-hop music is like that you know it, it, it takes stuff that you heard before and put it together in a way that you never imagined it was possible and that's something new and you know that's uh, on a whole it's i think it's good and it and it has to be protected because that's that's an entry into creativity that otherwise wouldn't exist um if you know if uh, strict copyright would have its place but um in you know instead of you know outright denying it or outright allowing it um what if you could decide you know hey i allow remixing my stuff or i don't allow it so that's you know that's kind of the 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 gist of the of the whole thing is that uh, copyright is good because it protects us protects our economic value that we get for, for our work um, but improvement. yeah but that said um it it also has to um it has to allow new people to come in and uh and make our stuff better even if we don't like it um and ju- and that that cannot be a justification that i don't like it because you know you you and i may have our objection objections uh somebody else rewriting our stuff um but that's uh but that's nothing um compared to when it's a corporation that can do something about it and um and just make it impossible for for i don't know new new music to happen or new uh writing to be done because at some point we are going to have everything copyrighted um under the there'll, there'll never be anything original ever again <coughs> exactly and uh and that's why uh copyright is such a hot topic these days 
Um, and that's why it's such an important uh, topic these days because it becomes as technology and uh, and creativity uh, surpassing the legal possibilities um, it it becomes uh, overreacting to it and starting to get defensive about it um, will eventually make for uh, stricter regulations uh, which eventually make for less uh, like the less entries into into the field which I don't think is anyone in, in anyone's best interest um, because we need art and absolutely yeah and uh, and yeah that's that's kind of the 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 points I, I wanted to raise about copyright and some interesting tidbits not I'm not, I'm not sure how useful that was for anyone. <laughs> Um, it, it provided an interesting talking point, though. Uh, yeah, talk, talking point, as in you know, let, you know, crap talking. I apologize. Um, you know, I can I can sum up this whole thing in you know in one sentence. I really can, and that makes me sad that I spent you know forty five minutes or so um, talking about it. Um, which can be said in one sentence, which is, you know, use creative common, common licenses because they are awesome. Yeah, it, it may just be, it, you may have summed it all up in one sentence, but it doesn't really, yeah, get into the, into the heart of the matter. Um, I'm com- thoroughly confused by the heart of the matter and uh, I may have drifted off once or twice throughout your <laughs> Very much. <laughs> and um, it may entirely be the case, or although I'm not admitting to anything, but uh, at, at least one particular point, um, I literally had no idea what you were talking about. Um, rarely anyone does. I'm not admitting to anything. It could be the case. It might not. That, but that's also my secondary point: is that. Um, you're talking again? Oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going to be very, very short. It's that uh, that's precisely my secondary point: is that nobody really understands because it's a it's it's a chaos, and nobody knows why it's good. Nobody knows why what's how it's being applied now is bad, um, and nobody knows the. The, well, nobody understands really the ramifications of uh, the changes that we make to it. Um, so it would be important, and that would be my my overall advice: is that yeah, use Creative Commons licenses. Um, and you know, uh, if anybody, it's a fascinating topic. Educate yourselves. Um, look into read the read the the publisher contract. Um, know exactly what kind of rights you are signing over, um, because it can be it can be disastrous in the long term. Um, to and it's just bad idea to um, give up uh, important rights in in exchange for short term economic value. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, we need to understand copyright, or we will never make it better. 
Um, and the more, you know, the more people understand it, the more people look into it after a rant like mine, um, um, the better. So, yeah, that, that's about it. And I will shut up now. Well, it, it is, it is a, a very valid point, though. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that the, there'll be a, a great number of people who listen to us who will have actually understood more of what you were talking about than I did. Even, you know, even if it just sits in, your, in the back of your head and, you know, when you remember it at the right moment, that, that, that's useful, hopefully. And I didn't just waste anyone's time, especially yours. I don't think my time's wasted. So that concludes our uh, our episode for this week. Next week we are going back, uh, I think, um, to to more uh, grounded right ringy things with Martin. Um, uh, speaking more as you know the smarter and more right ringy of the two of us um, what did we decide we, next week we are talking about the software and the kind of the platforms and what have what, what yes something along those lines I don't know yeah. we had that about four or five weeks ago I can't remember now yeah what are you using for writing Generally, I'm using uh, Open Office. That's you know that's one one level better than Word, um, Microsoft Word, obviously um, the bane yes. of my existence. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of um, a lot of pros and cons. Maybe we will talk about those, um, or you know, if we if we find something more much more practical and much more. Um, useful for you dear listeners um then we will talk about that and um and i will go back to my duck house now um martin do you want to do the honors of uh saying goodbye and and doing the housekeeping just so it's not only my voice on this on on, on this episode um yeah so um uh, as usual, uh, all, all the uh, relevant information um, links as to uh, our uh, our Twitters, which we are both very um, very active on, uh, they will be in the show notes. Uh, there will also be uh, the Writerings Podcast uh, account uh, Twitter on there as well. Uh, links to both of my books, because I'm the only one out of the two of us who actually has any out at the moment. Um, and uh, Greg, will there be any other links or anything that you'd be putting in there? Um, there will be, uh, I, I hope, a lot of links. Maybe not a lot of links, just some starting points. But uh, yeah, every everything relevant and and or interesting will be in the show notes. Fantastic. So yeah, by all means, uh, drop us a line or drop us several lines or get in touch with us um, however you like. Uh, we do also have a uh, podcast email, which I believe is writerings.podcast.gmail.com. Uh, so get in touch with us um, by any means necessary. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, any ideas you've got for future topics to talk about, uh, we would love to hear those as well. Um, and 
if you do have Anchor yourself, uh, Anchor does actually allow you to leave voice messages to us as well. So that'd be even more fantastic. We can actually hear the voices of the people who um, get bored to oblivion by us droning on for nearly an hour every week. Us. That's so nice of you to say us. Um, yeah, if you, if you, you know, if you have, uh, if you think you have a, a, a gift uh, of the I'm bored or shut up that I haven't seen before, send them my way. Um, if you send us a voicemail, there is a chance that uh, we will uh, put it in the episode and answer your questions. So, you know, ask away. Absolutely. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um and apart from that i believe that's covered everything um i believe it just remains to say uh thank you everybody for for listening to us and uh, we shall once again talk to you next week bye-bye bye